creatives. Welcome to another episode of the Unpublished Podcast. I'm here with James, my partner, and we are ready to talk about business. Hey, everyone. Yeah, this is uh, obviously we've talked about business in the past. And you know what? We Maybe we've even had this exact this podcast. Exact podcast but do you know what? We're going to end up talking about different stuff. Yeah. This is the interesting thing about businesses. The more time you spend, especially on something like a creative business, which is, let's face it, like, not super traditional. We're using a lot of tools that are pretty recent. Yeah. Things are changing all the time. Yeah, things are changing all the time. The, fo- the topic that I really want to focus on today is this idea of treating our art like a business, which is something that I've been talking about a lot recently because I feel like it was the real pivotal shifting point for me when between me waiting and fucking around, being like, nothing's happening for me. I'm going to be a poor artist forever. You know, all those limiting beliefs really sunk me down and that shift came and I was like well what if I just treated this like a business and instead of waiting for my lucky break I took hold of the reins and I took hold of control and I realized that being an artist it means being a business and we just had to start a business and that was a really big shift for me and even if you don't want to self-publish even if you want to go through a gatekeeper route it's the same thing like it's exactly the same thing and I know we've talked about art as uh, treating yourself like an athlete as well very similar like similar concept it's like Treat your this as if it were your career. As treat this as if you were starting a business in anything else. It's like, what do you need to get in place? What do you need to make sure you're doing today? Yeah. To be building your business for tomorrow. You should be making sure you have your job lined up for tomorrow. Yeah. I just I talk to too many creatives who are like, I'm I'm gonna be poor forever. I can't make any money. And then I'm like, where's your website? Well, you know, where's where, your podcast? The, the amount of times I just I go on someone's page and there's no website. It baffles me it baffles me too i know that it's a it can be a financial investment i know you've got to pay for that squarespace site or whatever that wordpress site but honestly like it's so worth it like you just need somewhere that someone can land on and see you yeah something that's bookmarked or you know or in their search in their safe bar there that they're going to come across and they want to look you up immediately and go straight to your page it's right there like somewhere where you just list what you do like even if you don't have any paid services somewhere where you just like I'm a writer and this is me. It's a really beautiful place to take up space. And this is when I come back to unapologetically taking up space. You know, the moment I became a writer was when I started acting like a writer and I had my books up for sale and I told people I was a writer. That's when I really truly became successful as an author because I was taking up space. And so when I listen to creators who are like, oh, I just feel like I'm never going to be able to make money and they don't, they're not claiming what it is that they're doing. They don't have a website. They're not taking up space in any way. They might be doing the art, but it's not enough. That's actually the first thing you did was you changed, you had a website, mm. which had nothing to do with you as a business. Yeah. It was just like a kind of vague author thing, vague. which might be a fine place to start for you. Like as long as you've got something, it's better than nothing. But then like literally full redesign. It was a full redesign. Yeah. And we did it cheaply. Like we found a friend who was like, you know, who was good with Squarespace. She did it for us, you know, on the side, mates rates, mm. did a really good job. Mm. Uh, we've changed our website again since, had it more uh, in even like a biggest level up to a, someone who does it professionally full time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we were spent with a friend. Yeah. And and it was really good for us. Yeah. So it's so- just like we didn't have we didn't have to go 100 percent like full custom design by like a full time program. We went with our friend who was pr- who was like knew her way her way around Squarespace. Yeah. And she did a really good job. She did a really good job. 
Um, yeah, I, I think this is like people keep asking me, how did you get how do you get started? How do you start making money? This is how I got started. I had a fucking giant mental breakdown and then I got a website. Yeah. And I said, I want to offer my services. And I unapologetically took up space. I self-annoyed myself as creativity coach, as a leader in the creative community, and only I could do that. I had to be the one to do it. So I self-annoyed myself with this role and then I took up space as that role. And it was action, action, action. So I took up space. I designed my products that I wanted to sell. So initially, when I very first started, when I first began, sorry, it was mentorships. And so I just designed the programs that I wanted to put on offer. I put them on the website. And then I just started talking about them a lot. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of you out there. You've changed your Instagram bio and you say creativity coach. But what else have you done? Like, that's the thing. You know, If I'm going on your Instagram page and that's the only change I see, then you're not on the path. Mm. There's got to be, I've got to see it in your feed and I've got to see the website. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, you know, it does take time, you know, and, you know, we don't need to be hustling. A lot of people the other day when I was talking about my story, they were like, this is a lot. This is like, you know, how do we do this and also rest? Like when I was the other day, I really wrote down and talked about my story of how I make money with my art. And, you know, it was condensed into these tiny Instagram captions. And obviously it looks like a lot. I'm not saying you have to hustle. It wasn't a hustle. You know, there was lots of ebbs and flows in the process and there should be rest in your process. But there should, you know, also be action. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you should go go and look at Viv from Rust Creative and look at her page and look what she does every day. She shows up every single day. You know, she's about she's a couple of years behind us on the journey. Like she started a bit later than us. She's just getting started now. Look at how she shows up. Look at her website. It's, like she's done a really good job of her website. It's beautiful. Her branding. Look beautiful. at um the way she shows up on video. Look at the way that she shows up in her um captions and her posts on Instagram and her yeah, stories. She's taking up space. Like it's that's a very different attitude. And I know that she struggles sometimes because she feels like even though she's doing this, it's not all coming to her all the time. But that's because she's still early in the journey. You know, Mm. she's setting what Viv is doing every day is setting herself up for the next five years. Yeah. And that's something that you don't see a lot. And like you look at Viv's page and you're like, even though it's slow, you can see it all coming together and happening. Yeah, 100%. Yesterday I was sitting there and I was looking at all the work that I was doing and it was all work. So I had reposted old content on my Instagram and it was doing really well. And I and I the content that I posted had been from three years ago maybe. And I was like, wow, you know, I was hardly making money when I first created these things, but to this day now they are still serving me. And then I was like, I'm about to publish Elizabeth and um, my my book that I wrote, you know, three years ago, four years ago as well. And I was like, wow, that work that I did four years ago is serving me now. And it's really beautiful to think about how, all the work that I've done in the past, just coming together to financially fuel my life right now. It's something to remember. Big time. You know, it can feel like at the time, as you say, it feels like maybe a waste at the time. Yeah, or it feels like, like this isn't equating to money. This isn't equating to connection. Mm, like why, why do I have a website up? Like no one's even taken up my coaching services yet. Why do I have a website up? It's like, well, no one's taking up your coaching services because they can't see you and like they can't they don't see you presenting yourself as a coach. Yeah, it, it does take time and and I'm you're totally it's really valid to feel a little impatient because I know you're hungry and I know you've got big plans and it really is valid. Like I completely resonate with that feeling. But just know that like just because it's not paying off right now doesn't mean that you are not putting in big work for big money and big connection and big impact later on down the line. Like if I could really sit with myself three years ago, you know, I was creating so much content that I use to this day. I was writing so many books that I am about to sell now, you know, and she was not making any money. She was in debt. And every time I created, I had an internal narrative that was like, this is so useless. I'm not making any money. Why am I doing this? I should be doing something that makes money. But, you know, I was making money. I was making money four or five years down the line. 
And I just love that. And I wish I could tell her and remind her of that. And so if you are in that situation now where you're not making money, but you are creating, I want you to envisage like a future version of yourself coming to you right now and being like, this is funding our future. And this is impacting people in the future. And you're not going to see it straight away, but it's like in the makings. And we actually talk about this now all the time is every time you sit down to write, Amy, there's a dollar value to the hour that yeah. you write. But that was the, as that you say, the, that was the, the same. We just couldn't see it at the I time. I just didn't know that it was going to be years down the track that the dollar value was on my time. Yeah. I felt so indulgent for so long because every time I wrote, every time I created, I was like, I really should be paying off my, doing something that can pay off my credit card. And I was, I was. And it's so beautiful. And that just heals a wound within me because I felt so guilty for so long. Not that it has to be attached with financial value, but like, you know, it was a real source of guilt for me for a long time. You know, and we're not saying like you have to devote 24 seven or every, you know, every day to this. We're just saying you've got to have some pre- presence now. Like you've yeah. got to put, be putting a little bit of effort every day and like you just got to be showing up a little bit all the time. You've just got to be proving to yourself, most importantly, that yes. you are here doing this work and that you are taking up this space. Because I think when we mess around or we say we're going to do something, we don't do something, or we, you know, even if we change the bio on Instagram, but we don't, you know, do the work, share the work, tell people about the work, we, we, that behavior reflects in our own belief. So, like, we are what, you know, when we say something, but we don't show up as it, we're going to doubt ourselves, you know, and we need to really be proving to ourselves that we are who we say we are. And we're unapologetically taking up that space. I think two other really good examples are MJ and Nana as well. Mm. If you, I mean, we'll put the the, the um, links in the podcast description for everyone's mm. Instagram pages, but the two other examples of people who are sh- who really show up in their feed every day. They do. And not just socials, like they, they do, they show up fully as who it is they are becoming every day. Mm. Both MJ and Nana, they're uh, creators that I've worked with, just like podcasts, content, community support. They are, you know, they're just there. When, when I open up my phone, I see them. I can feel the work that they're doing and I can see that they're so on the path. And, and like, you know, MJ does a really beautiful thing where her podcasts are short. She does them really frequently. She gets a lot out. Mm. Doesn't like, sort of like us, it doesn't put a massive amount into the editing process. Just yeah. speaks raw from the heart and puts them out like we're not asking you to get a production team together we're not asking you to get like yeah um to put thousands of dollars into it we're just asking you just to start learning start putting the skills together yeah somebody asked me on my instagram post yesterday they said how long did it take for you to set this all up did it take a really long time were you really prepared with it and and they knew my answer was going to be no um because i think a lot of people can get really really caught up in perfectionism when it comes to launching the money making side of the artistic business and so the website has to be done by you know fully funded professionals and gonna have to have so much money i need i need you know thousands and thousands of dollars before i can do this if i have a podcast i'm gonna need the best fucking mic i'm gonna need to have someone to edit it and we get all of this perfectionism like kind of you know the belief is that i can't unapologetically show up for my art unless it's done perfectly and that will hold you back and keep you small forever yeah you know my website as we said was done by a beautiful friend it was done in a turnaround of a few weeks my mentorship programs once i really got into the game you know i thought about it you know it would have been what weeks yeah and weeks weeks yeah probably you know it probably took you know all up a month and a bit i mean the, be a really and the hard thing it. for amy was that when she started out she was the only person in the game doing it mm. so it's like Specifically, creativity coaching. Whereas, you know, if you're in an in industry or a business where you don't have to invent it from scratch, like you can yeah. have it up in a minute. And use other people as an example and mm. how, how you can, you know, 
alchemize that into your own magic but use other people's structures it doesn't have to be uniquely yours you're allowed to copy you're allowed to learn from others yeah like people use us all the time as yeah. models we don't yeah. mind like it's that's what it's there for like, oh 100 we have to learn from each other of course like we're not gonna like just use other people I really just want this podcast to be an activating podcast. Like, I want you to just sit down and be like, well, what are the things that I can do here? If you are on the path and you are wanting to be this creator, a professional creator who makes money and who is abundant and connecting with many people, like, what are the things that you need to be doing now and can you be doing now? Um, I really want to say, sorry, just jump in. Okay. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> that if um, if you're worried about the website thing, it's so easy. Just pick a template from any from Wix or Squarespace or anything like that. And just use the template yeah. and just put your own information in. They're so lovely. Just have something up there. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Just on the basic plan. You don't have to do commerce right now. Like you just basic plan. hundred percent. Super easy. I want to dive into the topic of that also came up yesterday um, about introversion and biz being in a business and mm. about networking and business, which is something I've been thinking about a lot recently because I've really just been noticing the networking side of business and just how still, you know, how big a part it still plays like analog networking analog in in person in person reaching out to people not necessarily all face to face but just reaching out for opportunities in business and like how that can serve us and how that can be a huge barrier of resistance for a lot of creators because so many of us are highly introverted because we're not used to taking up space as the artist because a lot of us have been burnt and this is me because I have had such a big experience with rejection as an artist I really don't like asking people to see me so what I mean by that is I don't like asking to be on people's podcasts, for example, because it reminds me of the submissions process of publishing. And I don't like the idea of making myself that vulnerable. Yeah. And a lot of us are like that. And this is obviously a side of business that we, we should discuss because it's still an important part of it. But how can we look at it and how can it serve us and how can it not eat us um, and, you know, bite into our introversion and make us feel small? Yeah, you, you've definitely something that's held you back in the last couple of years. And we've talked about this is... The fact that you want things to come to you. I want things to come to me. Which is fine. And obviously sometimes things do come to you. Yes. But like the times when you have gone out and, gone chased, out and chased it is, is obviously yielded much better results. Yeah. Doesn't, definitely. Yeah. And this is a really nuanced conversation. And I, as I'm starting this, I don't. I definitely don't have like a simple, beautiful answer to give everyone who people who are struggling with networking and the business side of things. I don't have it. I'm highly introverted. Mm. I do not like asking people to see me. I've really struggled with this in the past. Um, but um, like just then, I noticed. Um, I was going through all of the interviews that I've ever done. I was collecting a PR like page of all the interviews I've done, all the podcasts I've ever been in, just collating it all. And I was looking at how many times I have reached out and or have been approached and have gotten to make those connections. And some of them times they're really small, but like I just looked at this big list of interviews and discussions about my books and about my work. And I was like, wow, this really is quite, you know, a beautiful collection and a proof that, you know, a lot of this has been But I think something that or where you've done it uniquely is that like, it's not every day you're doing something like that. It's like one. It's like if you added them all up, it's like one every two months or something. Yeah. And that's all. I think that's all. All we're saying is like. Oh, it doesn't need to be a central part. You've got to still you got to protect your energy massively. You do. And it's like, and you were saying the other day, it's frustrating because every time you go to an in-person event, you make a connection and it ends up being good for you. Yeah. But like, then you're out of it for five days. Yeah. So it's like. What's the trade-off? It's like you make a good connection, but then you can't do anything for five days. Yeah. 
it's really hard. This is a big and important conversation to have with yourself if you're an introverted creator who's in business. Um, you know, what's a what's a trade-off? Because you know, it's important that we connect, and and you know, opportunities do come when we are bold and and reach out. But how how can you support yourself through that? Because I know that if I was working at the level of some of the extroverted business and artistic leaders in this world, if I was doing what they were doing, I would be in hospital. <laughs> yeah, you would be. I look at yeah, like I'm really Langford glad you don't like, do that. She's an amazing startup creative. She's such a dynamite little extroverted business babe. And like, mm. fuck, I watch her network and it's just incredible. She's an incredible networker. If I did what Kay did, I would be dead. Yeah, it would literally be dead. And like, it just doesn't serve me to be in that space. So I think we've got to, when we look at networking and business, we have to make sure it works for us. We have to, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think that's like a, a feeling that like, yo, if I'm not networking enough, it's not right. Like I'm not doing... And you can network right. online as well. Like, yeah, I do so much, you do so networking much networking online. online. We're so lucky yeah, because we can reach out in fucking people's DMs, you yeah. know? It's much easier to do. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think that's, and we've talked about it a lot before. It's like, the strategy behind that reaching out needs to also be careful as well. It's like, are you building a relationship first? Or are, you, yeah. to that. or are you just saying, can I be in your podcast? Which is like yeah. not really going to work. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, as I've grown, I've definitely noticed on the other side of it, just like how we can network well and how we can network poorly. A lot of people, you know, I'll have never heard their name before. I've never connected with them in any way. And they just like slide into my DMs or my emails and they're like, let me be on your podcast. This is what I do without any relationship building first. And relationship building is super important. Especially for us because we're introverted. So it's like we don't want to talk to someone for an hour that we don't know. We don't know, yeah. Whereas like if we've gotten to know you online and if we've like heard from you a few times and like, you know, we feel like we have a relationship, it's going to be much more likely that we're going to say yes to something like that. Yeah. Because we are not the type of people who can just go to a social, a social situation, which a podcast interview is, mm. and just go for an yeah. hour. Yeah. But it goes for anything, not just podcasts, like interviews, any kind of collaborative effort, like needs to have a relationship built. I think the same things over, I was just looking through my junk inbox today of like, like these companies that reach out to influencers and they're like, Hi, creator. We love your page. Yeah, it's like, like you don't know what I do. Like, work on. Yeah, put some effort into it. I know. It. Like we, need we think to... you'd be a great fit for our brand because no reason. Yeah, and it's like, and also like, random products. Random product. We'll give you one of these random products which you don't even care about it's if great. you collaborate with us. If you do four posts and like sign over the deed to your house, <laughs> it's like, well, I don't have a house, but at the same time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think, you know, networking is big, wild jungle, and it can intimidate the shit out of a lot of us, but it doesn't need to, you know, there's no pressure. If you go into business, you don't need to feel like all of a sudden you need to be networking left, right, and center. There's a way to do it for you. If you're introverted, if you're quieter, if you're shy, you can still be a leader in your community. You can still be making money. You can still be making impact. You don't need to be that loud boss, bitch, extroverted type A babe. That's what I mean. Like, you know, the three people we've already mentioned today, Viv, Nana, and MJ, like, I don't think... I no, could, I think they're all introverts. They're all introverts, but <laughs> yeah. they've all, like, we know, we've all, especially, I think you've been able to deal really beautiful relationships, relationships with all of them, and, and Kay leaders, as well. Yeah. I mean, Kay's the extrovert, but you're an introvert, and that still works. Like, yeah, yeah. Still, Definitely. Like, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, I have some more things to say. Okay, great. Actually. Go ahead. Go I feel like ahead, you were James. trying to wrap me up. I, I just gave you a look. I was like, are you done? But if you're not, Amy's got this huge cup of coffee here that she's just like willing into. I was about, literally, I was lying down about to fall asleep for a nap. And Amy comes in and goes, 
I'm ready for the podcast. And I was like, whoa, I had, I had the book was, I, I, when I go to have a nap, sorry to, to overshare. <laughs> I like, I'm usually reading and I, the book rests on my face over my eyes. And I literally just put it down over my eyes. Amy comes into the room, she's like, podcast time. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm here now, but it was hard. I'm sorry. Um, sorry if you giving me the, if you were giving me the wrap up. No, no, you. it's time. You, you and I can't even remember what I was going to talk Fuck, about. No, I'm joking. I can't. Um, I was just going to talk about, we were mentioning it earlier, and I've talked about it before on the podcast, but if you were going to start a startup or a business of any kind, just think about, that wasn't creative, think about everything you would do then and do that for your creative business. Yes. That means, I know we said like, it, it, don't you don't you can kind of get going straight away but it means eventually thinking about planning eventually thinking about where you want to go with the business eventually thinking about putting some money in because you would do that if it was any other business yeah you would but creators are afraid to put any money in yeah and it's a risk it's a risk like anything you're investing in yourself you know they always say the best possible thing you can invest in is your own business Mm -hmm. but just like every other investment there's a chance it's going to go to zero yeah you know we should talk about investment right now yeah it's a, it's a, you've got to be willing to put the money onto yourself. And I know that can be scary and like you've got a low risk appetite. It's super scary, but you know, it's business. It's business. And I think artists just forget it. You're yeah. right, James. Like artists just do not want to invest in their own art. There's something super vulnerable about backing yourself financially with money yeah. as, as an artist. Um, but it is time for you to put your money where your art is and really back yourself. Whether that means looking to get coaching for yourself, whether that means putting money into marketing, putting marketing into well, putting money into branding, putting money into product. You are so worthy of putting money where your art is. And that was a big learning curve for us. 100%. Yeah, we were, we were quite scared to put money in at first. But when we did start putting money back into the business, it massively increased the growth. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we still like we still put so much of the money we make back in. Like We don't we put draw 50%. anywhere near as much money as we could at, back at, into our pockets. We put so much of it back into it. And that's things exactly like branding, marketing, coaching, where else do we put money? Um, shoots, you know, like um, yeah, so marketing I guess shoots. Yeah, marketing shoots. Um, the mo- the videos and the movies we do. Course production. Course production, um, equipment. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Right. Anything else, to, James? I was hoping we'd just keep going on with the mm, mm, mm for another five minutes. Oh, Try and stretch done. it out. <laughs> you're done? Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed that we did it today, to be honest. Yeah, we was not in the mood. Yeah. 23 minutes on the... Oh, wait, no, that's your video recording because you had all that bullshit we were doing for 30 seconds beforehand. Yeah, it's long enough. You guys okay. will get the gist. I just want you guys to back yourselves. I want you to unapologetically take up space. I want you to put money behind yourself. I want you to go into business with your art and just indulge in the magic that you're creating so that we can witness you because people need you. Big time. Thanks, guys. We're Thank grateful. you. See ya.